I'm Nicole Tamron. I'm a watercolor artist and introvert who ironically loves to talk shop. One thing I know is that no matter where we are in our creative journeys, we all have something to teach as well as room to learn because there's no one singular path when it comes to doing art. And hearing the stories of others are truly what allow us to get out there and tell our own. Join me as I reconnect with industry friends for real talk about art, business, and all the life that happens in between. You know, they say that the only way to do new things is to just jump in, start messy, and you figure it out as you go. So on that note, that's what we're going to do with this podcast. I am absolutely thrilled to start episode one with an amazing conversation and show recap with two incredible licensing artists, Juliet Meeks and Emily Dumas. Let's find out how our trip went. We have all just gotten back from what I can only describe as a whirlwind trip to America's Mart, uh, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. There's actually a few different markets around the country. And for anybody that is new to licensing or product, uh, the best I can tell you is that this is just like a giant mall. So this is the one that we go to, or if you're a product person, uh, specifically those who are licensed, we have two main markets a year that is going to be in January and July. And that's often referred to as gift mart because it's the more gift industry. There's also an apparel mart and there's all these things. But the reality is why we are there tends to be in our clients does kind of focus itself in one of the three buildings. But in general, the market is huge. It is basically, what do we got? Like three buildings of 18, 19 floors of just product. So that is overwhelming to even think about. And so getting there is a whole nother thing. Um, but I'm so excited because one of the things we do in, in Atlanta Smart is yes, meet with clients. Yes, see new product. Yes, look for trends. But you get to connect with your other artists, friends that are also doing the same thing. So today I'm so excited because I have the amazing Juliet Meeks. And I'm just going to, so first market for Juliet. And I have Emily Dumas, who I just, if you don't know Emily, she's my favorite person to be online with because she keeps me laughing every day. And Emily has been to market before. And then I've been going for what? I don't know, a couple of years, seven, seven years. So we have a little bit different perspectives. We had a little different, different experiences. And honestly, it's just so much fun to see each other in person. And if we miss that, which Julie and I, we kind of crossed paths, we didn't get to cross paths in person, but we love looking at what that experience was like. So Julia, I'd love you to start because this is your first time. So for somebody who's never been to market before, one, what were you even expecting? And then kind of what did you feel like when you got there? Yeah, so you you know, but I will just have a little brief explanation of my experience in licensing. So I've been licensing since 2015. And until January, I've never been to the market. And I also have still never been to like Sirtex or other trade shows, um, just because I kind of like got all of my licensing deals just online. Which and I, so it never... you, I love that, right? Because I know, it's crazy. You have to, this really speaks to the idea of to license. You can do this in so many different ways. Like my start was on my own through Sirtex. Emily, you were through an agent, I'm thinking still Surtex is like your primary launch. And like, Juliet, you just circumvented all of that, which is a very unique experience, but also 
not unique. That's a huge thing that people do. So surf decks and trade shows and Atlanta, these are not the end all be all at all. So I love that you've had that like history without having been to a market. Like you are not missing out if you just haven't been to a market. So sorry. Yeah. And I think it, it can lend itself to just a slightly different experience in licensing too. Like if you're like, if you're going to market and I think, you know, you're like kind of how I see a pro and mass market art. And so that's something that I am like getting more into our mass market retailers. So, you know, now that I'm working um, with Liz Wayne of Wayne's world, it was like, okay, I'm going to go meet Liz in person, meet the other artists who are also there in person. So that was like a big part of it for me, like why I wanted to go. And then also just like see what it was all about. And um, I will just say like my very first impression was, yeah, like totally overwhelming. Um, I walked 15,000 steps on the first day. (laughs) (laughs) And I, um, it's been a while since I've walked that many steps in a day. Um, And I was just like, whoa. And then I brought my husband with me who was like, just like, you know, I think it was hard to explain to family, like what I was going to do. And they're like, okay, so you're going to see these like products, but you can't buy them. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) you're like, no, like this is for wholesale buyers. And, you know, and then I'm the artist who designs like, you know, four products like this. And then you get the question too, like, oh, you're going to America's Mart. Well, where's your booth? Because that's the other thing is some people actually do have a booth like contemporary. So especially if you're an artist, what you were there for, what I was there for, what Emily was there for, we and our agents really are walking around almost visiting the showrooms where at like maybe Surtex or another show like that, you actually have a booth where those people visit you. And then the other flip is that there are artists selling direct product out to manufacturers. But the the real right. key difference with Atlanta and as far as like kind of visualizing our manufacturers are setting up not booths, but like showrooms or parts of showrooms to then sell to the retailer. And so our role, even with the people who are at market, almost is confusing. Like you can meet a buyer and they're like, well, what do you do? Right. Like, well, no, I make the art. And they're like, well, what do you mean you make the art? Like, are you in a showroom? And you're like, yeah, but not me in the show. <laughs> like, it's my manufacturer. <laughs> and so even for the people who are have been going to market for forever, they don't even know why we're there and who we are. So it's a little bit of a confusing experience. So when you were going, was there like an intention to kind of get an overview? I know I, we all try to shop trends, which is, I don't know if this, that's, was that one of your goals moving, going in? I, yeah, I think I just went in it without really too much expectation because I just knew that I just really didn't know what it was going to be like, but I will say, um, Yeah, it was fun to see like all the different ways different types of products are manufactured because it's so much easier to see it all in one place. Like if you go to stores, yeah, there's a lot of products, but it's a lot better when you can see every season, like every holiday of art, you know, all at the same time. And so that's inspirational to, to give you ideas for what maybe how you could take, um, you know, one of your paintings and translate it in a way that you hadn't really imagined. Um, so, so yeah, so that was really cool. And yeah, it was interesting to see 
what themes uh, kind of like popped up. I don't tend, like, I think trends are interesting. I tend to pick and choose. Everyone does pick and choose the trends that they want to like approach. Um, So for me, it was more just like, just general inspiration and motivation to be like, okay, this time next year, I want to see, you know, even more of my designs in these showrooms. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really a great. So Emily, you had been before, so you kind of knew what you're walking into. So this trip for you, like, what were your kind of impressions coming in? Or what was your overview? It's funny, because I didn't, I mean, I don't really have any expectations of what I wanted to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. But this was the first time that I really saw like groupings, like collections of mine, which was yes. nice. In the past, it was either nothing because it wasn't in market yet, or it was just something here and like there. A product here, a product there. Yeah. Yeah. And the last couple of times I went, even the clients, like I met so many more that I've worked with. So for me, I went in wanting to see my art wanting to meet my clients, but also wanting to see where else I think I could fit. Yeah. You know, like where do I want to expand into companies that maybe I've heard of that I haven't worked with that are like, okay, this is going to be on my list. That's more the approach I took. And then the bonus was like meeting all these amazing people who I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's to meet. market or anything in person. I think that that's one of the, it's so hard because it there's a fair amount of cost in attending a market, even if we're not exhibiting. I mean, just to travel and to stay and, you know, you're, you're taking time out of your life and work and food, but I genuinely feel like these, these markets. And of course we've all come back from this huge amount of time where we all basically were not traveling at all. Those are so integral to me, not only as just an artist and a creative and like meeting you guys and having those offline conversations, quite frankly, like you need the ones in the hallway that are like, you grab a table for five minutes with somebody that as a touch base for me has always been really, really important, but it's also important to do that with your clients where if you oh, we all work remote, right. We all work remote with these people. So business at the heart is still done based off of relationships. So I think sometimes what's cool about Atlanta is yeah, meeting. I mean, even my agents, I, I touch base with my agents in person and have a meal and have conversation doing that with your clients. And sometimes what people don't understand is it's not always about showing art. Sometimes okay. it's just like the hug at the bar or grabbing a drink or passing them in the hall. And okay. it's that you're physically together, which makes virtually working with them a completely different experience. And they remember so that, they that that's remember. important to them to be yeah. like, you came like you made a point to introduce yourself or uh, you know we had this yeah like even personal conversation maybe oh my gosh, it's connect all with them on something else all you know? person. it's, it's such, such a riot and I get all three of us on this this conversation we all have agents right and there's a lot of people who do this market without an agent so I think that's also a really good perspective so I don't feel the need and you know, none of us feel the need to whip out a book like to show mm-hmm an agent and it, or not an agent, a, a manufacturer. But the thing is, is I don't think that people always realize the power in not showing art and just showing up as a person. And I'm an introvert. So I get that. It's not exactly my comfort zone to like lead with relationship, ironically, right? Like I like my armor. I like my art. <laughs> like, here's the reason you talk to you. But what's really cool about working with clients and especially as you build those relationships long-term is yeah, I have clients that have actually watched my daughter grow up. And in fact, that's what they ask about, or they know where she's going to school, or they follow her on Instagram. And you're like, how unrelated is this? But like, 
that's a connection piece and they are genuinely excited to see you. And I think that was my biggest, I think, realization from this market in particular, because for me, this was a very different market than I've had in the past. Generally, I just wander around aimlessly and I like to talk to people. That's like my entire vibe for going. No expectation. I generally don't have meetings. And this year was a little bit different. Um, but I think the real core that I noticed is I have seen people for so long. And so the relationship side just felt so much more important. Maybe that's a result of the pandemic. Maybe that's a result for a lot of things. Maybe it's just that you have worked with people for that extent of time. And as much as business is very, I don't know, it just, you don't think there's a lot of loyalty there. And I I can't say there always is, but then there is a little nugget that's like, at the end of the day, it's people. And so going to a market, meeting the salespeople, meeting the team, meeting the people that your clients are spending their days with, it does a lot to just cement the business relationship. So I think that's what, to me, Atlanta has always been, like, I never want to be, even though we all have agents, like not being just like the page in a portfolio. I think it's so important to connect yourself and your personality to your art. And again, as an introvert, that's kind of a big deal sometimes. You're like, oh God, I don't want to be like the person, right? Like, (laughs) I just want to do the art. Yeah. So meeting, oh, I wanted to ask you too about, I, I got to meet your agent in person and love Liz. She's just amazing. But was that, how did you feel like that was Juliet? Oh, I loved it. I loved meeting her in person because I mean, we'd been talking every week on zoom for over a right. year. <laughs> so it was like, whoa, <laughs> it was just, it's always kind of crazy when you talk with someone online for so long. And or the fact that you person. feel like you already know them. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and just Liz in general, I feel very comfortable with. And like, it just, for me, like some people, it'll take me like five years yeah. <laughs> to, to feel sure. like warm up and feel comfortable. But with Liz, like I kind of already felt like that. So it's an instant connection. it was just fun. We just yeah. had a fun time. We had a great dinner. Um, it was really nice. That and was fun. It, yeah. And it made me feel like I was in the right place. Like for me, it really like yeah. solidified like everything that we'd worked on. And it was so yeah. great to meet yeah. Emily and the other artists. Like it was just awesome. I love that. I think um, overall, when you we were talking just a little bit, and I don't go by trends either, but I have to tell you, I there were some trends that we saw, like little ones, but they're not new. And I felt mm. overall, and it's been a year since we've been, or that I've been, it's been three years since I've gone. I think overall, because everyone's like, what kind of trends did you see in market? And I really genuinely feel like manufacturers are playing it more on the safe side, which makes sense after everything but I I did you guys kind of catch any trends that were sort of sticking out to you in any sort of like I I we saw bees still well, it's hard for me mm-hmm. to know like what has been around like at the market for years and years versus is new well that's actually kind of sure. why I was, I was wondering what your impression was because I can say yeah like I could say like what I saw a lot of and you yeah. all might be like oh well that's been there for years but I saw a ton of these like vintage Santa mugs vintage yeah. Christmas trees, yeah. um, some mushrooms, oh, gnomes. And I don't know if I'll ever paint a gnome. <laughs> I saw a lot of gnomes. <laughs> Too many. They keep saying they're, they're, they're dying. They they're dead, but they're not. They're, they're in abundance. <laughs> they're alive and well. <laughs> Every season. Well, the thing with mushrooms too, is like we are seeing mushrooms everywhere. 
Um, and trends in licensing are also a little funny because based on who you are and who your clients are, these trends, they will be there for years, Julia. Like that's not, that's like a thing. And so also too, what we see in trends in the marketplace, maybe on Pinterest or Instagram, or like your collective conscious of what a trend is. If you are looking for something, you may spot that far earlier than the manufacturer are even ready for it, which is interesting because we are working ahead, but mushrooms we all know are plastered all over the internet, right? So we would say mushrooms is a trend. Well, last year, I think last year, or maybe the year before I had a really, I love my mushroom collection. I put that together. It was botanical. It was really, really pretty kiss of death as I liked it. So guess what happened? Like no one, no one wanted my mushrooms. They don't want my mushrooms. Like it's, they, they were changed. Can you take the mushrooms out? <laughs> like it was just not that, but then you're another year goes by and we're seeing mushrooms again. So sometimes our manufacturers have to see it too. Like you have to kind of, yeah. like trends are such a funny thing. They sound like trendy, like they're going in and out. They really they're last not. long yeah. time. Like those gnomes, like we saw those, what, five years ago. And we're like, yep. Still the last time out. I went. Yeah. Still coming mm-hmm. out. So yep. Trends, as much as they are trendy and come in and out, I think that the speed of manufacturers to adopt them, and also, by the way, we're not on Etsy. We're in mass market retailer. And to your point, mm. like that's a really big difference about licensing specifically with the manufacturers. Um, and I'm sure there's a mix, but in Atlanta, this idea that these companies sometimes are selling to the smaller boutiques who sometimes smaller orders can take a shot on a more trendy item. But when you get into retailers like Hobby Lobby or, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot and like all these large, like Kroger, like groceries, all of this, you have to realize that the buy-in has to be so high because the number of right. the volume they're making is so sure. high. So when you get into trends, there's, there's looking fresh and then there's being too trendy. And I think that that's yeah. a really big shift in, designing mindset, in my opinion, when you go from making art for product to making art for mass market product. And so that's always something in Atlanta. It is interesting to see because there's certain companies that are pushing that further and others that are not. And you get the mix there, which I think is always really helpful because there's something for everyone, as we know. It's it's interesting. Oh, go ahead, Juliet. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, you had said before, like, it was cool to see everything together yes which I was like that was one of the things I noticed because when I I shop all the time shop like go into stores all the time and it's hard because I'm like I see butterflies everywhere and I I mean I don't know that I could make a great butterfly art but even (laughs) if I could I don't want to do it because I'm like everybody is doing it but when you see the whole collection of like seasonal meets every day meets valentine's day it doesn't feel like that like you can still see butterflies, but it doesn't feel like, oh my God, this room is butterflies. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's what I liked about it. It was like, oh, it doesn't seem as much of a crazy trend because really it's only a trend for that time period. Yes. Like summer and then it moves on to whatever. Yeah. The other thing so too about It made seeing, me view trends differently, I guess, a little bit. Which is, that's really interesting because I, I actually had not thought about that. It's like the way that it's just... It's almost like when you, what's that theory? Like when you want to see something, you see it. It's like yeah. when you lock in on something now, it's just like yeah. everything's jumping out to you. Like Chinoiserie, which, you know, we've been seeing all the yes. time. I could not get over how that, like 
everywhere I would look, I'm like, oh, look, it's like the monkey that you usually see I on the that like too, that yeah. dog. And it's not the, the dog, blue yeah. that I've been seeing. It's like the pink and green. But like, I mean, truthfully, was that all over? No, it was probably in like five. No. Right. <laughs> but I'm like, that's what right. I saw. But that's not really right. what I saw. Well, it's and there was better. that one showroom that had the really big dogs in the window. The, the twin that. dogs. Oh, that's like really, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. The statement. So they there are definitely <laughs> people out that are making like those statement pieces. Like I saw this great display that was, I think it was made out of natural goods or something. That is not but it was a giant mushroom with like mm. wicker mushrooms growing out of it. And it's oh, I think I missed I have to one. tell you, if I feel like I've missed my calling life, it is to be a display <laughs> designer. Like so much I fun. Love <laughs> that stuff. Like when oh, those windows are. those those people are artisans that's all I know I'm just so obsessed with that even just slinkies colored slinkies (laughs) Atlanta is such an amazing place to just like I the merchandising is so beautiful and I think that's the other thing I really like about Atlanta and wandering around there is that when you and I I'm not a I don't really see my stuff in stores but when you do it's like mixed with a bunch of stuff and there's dust bunnies everywhere and it's just it's yep. not pretty so you take a photo and you're just like I don't even want to share that. it's just <laughs> so weird but when you go to the, their showrooms there's some thought put in there and to you're like yeah when you see it together as a unit and when someone and like, like Emily, you had a beautiful collection that you were just like this is not my favorite. it was so good it was so <laughs> good that Christmas group was like Unreal, but you see all the parts and pieces, <laughs> right? It's all out. It is so impressive. But if you yeah. see one piece from it, sure. I'd be like, I yeah. don't want to show somebody this. I don't want to show someone in my dish towel. But then I will, for some reason, feel like seeing a wall of dish towels. That's a little bit. That's cool. That's yeah. more impact, right? But to buyers too, and that's why they do it because they they are the 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 consumer. But the real one is to get the buyer, right? Julia, yeah. what were you going to say earlier? Oh, I was going to say, I liked seeing, like, there was a little bit of a contrast or maybe a big contrast between, you know, those really big showrooms with these like major manufacturers. And then I liked seeing the showrooms that were like a bunch of like smaller brands, Mm, like a lot of stationary, small stationary brands inside. And so, and those were really like unique. Um, I don't know if you, you all saw the one that was like pop-up laser cut cards and they were like super intricate they were amazing but just like it was fun to see like the smaller brands too and like how there's different sizes of companies and manufacturers all in there yeah just just like there's different um like boutique buyers and then like the big store buyers so it really i think they set it up by by like the rep right they're rep, yeah. Rep. Yeah. yeah. I will tell like, you that is a trend that has nothing to do with like the styles. So the th- the trend that I saw that was a little bit not art related was manufacturers that had large showrooms have either opted to not come back after the pandemic or they've downsized. So some of our clients that had really impressive showrooms, like little walls of product, had consolidated down into a rep room. So those rep rooms get very confusing to me, even yeah, just find stuff because. Yeah, it's hard to find. Oh my gosh. Like you have, I mean, I have my list every year. I'm like, I should look to see what my product, and I didn't even get to a lot of them because I'm, 
as we, some of you will know, I am very directionally challenged. So <laughs> being in Atlanta and trying to like, no, it's confusing. It I, I think confusing. I told Emily at dinner, I asked an employee, I said, how do you get to the 18th floor? And he said, I have no idea. Oh, that makes me feel <laughs> But better. he said it was his first day. So oh, right, that's right. <laughs> like, okay. They literally Because one of the elevators stops at 10 and yes. so then yeah you get in the wrong elevator you can't go up and you have to use the escalators and like then he said ask two other employees like how do you and they they were like he said oh they're new too they don't <laughs> or like, we got, right we got on a floor that had oh god where were we like trapped on floor we were 10 trapped point. like there was no <laughs> escalator there was no elevator we couldn't figure it so we had to like go to a different one and then sometimes you come out and there's multiple escalators and then there's this building called the gardens the gardens are just like getting lost oh i bet oh, I don't know how to, yeah it's one and year, i should know better by the way i feel like i didn't even make it to it. building three i only went mm. to buildings one you and two, two. <laughs> i think building three is the one that you see all the photos of yeah i was like oh, why don't you just see it it is cool. it's very cool i have never i've gone in but I come out because yeah, right. most of our, I did I think that's the one time I went in. I've never gone into that building until this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. You have to it's kind of make like, your way through. Well, like, so if you're an, a, like a small business owner and you make like a greeting card line, like they'll put you in three. That's like a lot of that. Oh. So it's sort like of like, temporaries. Yes. Like it's sort of like stationary showed esque. Okay. Um, I had a friend, I have a friend who carry. makes product and she, oh yeah, I didn't know about that. You can you buy get, product. Oh, no. really? Yeah, cash yeah. and carry. <laughs> I would have been buying stuff. Well, see, I was. We went to it, and it's so funny because I always feel like I was overwhelmed. There was one booth I was looking for. I didn't see it, but the thing is, I either was just going to leave without doing anything, or you've like broken the seal. Where you're like, it is okay to spend four hundred hours here and dollars <laughs> because there's all this stuff, and you can get jewelry and purses and oh man, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. That's all I can say. It's very, very. <laughs> I don't even know. It's just very, yeah, it's wild. But it's also, I think, really interesting on a wholesale perspective because we don't generally do that. I don't think any of us are doing that in major quantity. But to walk into the showrooms and even understand how they sell product is actually a really interesting side that is kind of cool. Like some products are sold, like you see the minimum quantity, some have a minimum buy-in order. And the thing that's yeah. very interesting to me is a lot of these were not as high as I thought. Because again, most no. of my clients are dealing with such high volume and in America's Mart, it, it's actually a variety of retailers so you do have the boutique owners that are like okay well I can do a buy-in of 24 so I'm gonna right. place that order and I think for licensing art which is gets a little bit complicated and this is something I think that's always changing is since we're paid a percentage in order to make that deal worth it because we always kind of flirt around with like you know, freelancing or outright sale or all these different things. Um, yeah, sometimes I do wonder how a more boutique style or a, quite frankly, a most beautiful product, beautiful products tend to be a higher price point and have a higher percentage of being paid in a licensing fee. But at the end of the day, that's actually not a lot of, that's not a higher fee necessarily to the artist. And so looking at the different showrooms and seeing how they sell. I always thought gave me a little bit of insight of like where products are going to place in mass quantity. And I think that part of that is like those little buy-in amounts gives you a little bit of an indicator mm -hmm. of that. So that's always a 
an interesting thing. But yeah, overall, I think the showroom aspect and seeing things, all of it, right? Like you can go out to do your research all day long, but when you immerse yourself in that situation, every one of us would probably say we were like oversaturated. I'm assuming, right? That's just like- I was like, I didn't take enough pictures. And then I'm like, maybe I took, like, I don't even know where to start to be like, okay, how do I make sense of this and like move forward? What do I do? (laughs) And in fact, Um, I I didn't, I just, I don't think I did. That's, I I meant to, (laughs) but I just, I I took a lot of pictures. I was like, am I supposed to take pictures? Is this okay? And then there's the difference between what badge you have. And I was like- I, I was like, I didn't know the like politics of the badge. <laughs> or, like, I feel like, what kind of badge do you guys have? I had an industry badge. Did it say? Industry? Mine did too. I had an industry it's badge. That industry. Oh, that's interesting. But I, but I think they respect the buyer badge more. I, agree. I have a buyer badge, and I, I also think I may look like a buyer. I kind of look like a buyer. You know, they have a look. It's like they look at, you know, people look at you and then they look at your tag to see yes. who you are. They see who you are. And I yeah. have to tell you, I've gotten so many different opinions about like photos because, you know, like even when we, like you do search text, when you would have people like photographing your booth, I mean, you don't really know what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a hard place to be because obviously we're all online. We're sharing via social media. That is an advertising strategy as the companies share more and more I feel like maybe that's gotten a little bit more lax but I've definitely heard horror stories of people saying like they just got ushered out of a room or like they it was just really really bad but I don't know if I'm oblivious I may be oblivious but I like I always feel like I'm out with my camera and I'm like snapping stuff a lot of times it's people that I know or it's mine or yeah maybe it's just something I saw I'm like that's cool I want to remember that but I feel like I've been a little bit charmed in the way that I haven't had someone. Yeah. Like, ushering yeah me I think it is like no one said anything to me for taking pictures. And like some of like, if it was someone that I knew Liz worked with. Yeah. Like I introduced myself as sure. one of her artists yeah. to make it clear. But if, if like other, other sales reps, like in other showrooms, like if you were like, Oh, like, I'm an artist. They like just sort of like, okay. And then they don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, you had a like... point too, where it was very interesting to me that your impression was that you thought they would actually be a little bit more interested to like know that. Yes. Yes. I didn't think they were going to like throw a parade or anything, but I just <laughs> thought it would be like, oh, cool. Like, so, you know, this is like someone who designs for these products, but they're just, I guess they're just sales reps. So their job is to sell the product. But I feel like if it's, especially if it's an artist that is like working with the brand, yeah. like uh, Nicole, we kind of briefly talked about this, but like, that could be a selling point. Like, and some of the, the showrooms do have like meet the artist, um, like of this collection, which I think is cool. It Um, is cool, but it's also, I think it's such a hit or miss thing. And I don't know if this is just the way things are moving, but I won't mention a name here, but it's someone who has a ton of followers that is like, you would probably like chew off your left arm to get in front of or have time with. And I saw her kind of perched up on a table live painting in this super busy showroom, like super busy hallways, there's people everywhere. And it's like, 
I mean, there was signage, there was all the stuff, but there was nobody in that line. There was no line. Um, there was no one talking to her. And I thought, oh, that's super awkward. Like, and I, I will never be that artist. Like I always, yeah, I don't really all the time. I'm like kind of the supporting artist. I'm not like a brand, but the thing is, is like, I almost am glad at times because I don't know, we're fragile creatures, artists. Like I wouldn't want to have a signing and then have no one come to my But that's sign. like, that's the difference. And I want to change the sub, the topic no, of Surtex, but Surtex is about the artist. Yeah. Atlanta is about the product. So right. I think that's like maybe Juliet, if you go to Surtex, you'll feel like, oh, okay. This is yeah. this is more like I'm here to see this type of art and now yeah. I know who you are. Yeah. The expectations different. And also the people that who are being served are the end user customer. Right. So you have to look at it that way too. Like how many places removed are we from the excitement? That there's just it has to do with why people are there. They're doing a lot in a few days. A lot of those salespeople are the people who are like hired in because they're in the Atlanta area and they just need bodies on the floor. But then, yeah, I think that's where it's like if you were meeting with a, you happen to get the art director or the owner of the company, they're genuinely are excited to see you and to meet you. And that's where the relationship building comes in. But yeah, as far as a, as a feature and the, the thing that I always love, and I had it happen in a major way to me this year is I have to remember that I am just like an ingredient. It's almost like we're part of the meal kit that gets delivered right. to the yeah. manufacturer. And so truthfully, I have had art that I thought was garbage. Like it was, it was like fine. It's just like some stupid thing, right? I'm like, oh, I just did this thing fast. But when that thing was put on beautiful product that was either ceramic or glass or like actual wood and carved and dimension that art I'm I was sold I was so so I had to like eat my words because when you realize that like just because we are an ingredient to a final product seeing that final product and the other parts of the industry I say this all the time yes it's about the artist but at the same time it is not mm. and you have to look at it as like we are part of this larger conversation and I think that's what I love about going and seeing when you know marketing gets involved and when the visuals all come together and the product is there and yeah it's featuring us and our art and our product and like if you get a shout out that's always like so cool like look my name is like <laughs> like that's a huge thing because at the end of the day we are a little bit of an invisible part of the industry and so surtex to emily's point much much smaller of course but that is art focused. And I think it's one of the only shows, of course, we've got some other trade shows coming up and out and those are all great too. But even take licensing expo to be an artist in that, you're still oh a team. I, yeah. You know, it's a little teeny piece of that pie. And so like, that's to me, that's what America's Mart is. It's like, it's so massive. And there's so many people there that their outcomes that they're looking for really don't involve us. So that's why we're not actually like technically a selling point. So I, it'll be interesting to see where People, that like, goes. We met that woman and her mom. Oh, they yeah. were store shop owners. And so I have a friend who owns a store near me. And even she's like, I don't even think of, that's crazy to me. I'm like, <laughs> who do you think make, like, it doesn't <laughs> dawn on people that an artist like had to create this pattern. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, wow. So I think that's part of it too is, buyers don't think about that they're not buying That's the product point. because they're like oh it's Nicole Tamarin's art 
they're just like, I love this and I can sell it. Yeah. And it's really funny. Who am I? If you sit there and you walk around the showrooms, sometimes I follow. Have you guys been like there? Specifically, I was up in one of our home, like the Christmas home decor ones. And it's wild because if you listen to the interaction of a buyer and the salesperson, they literally have a gun wandering around. And this is just one client that had like, I don't know how many themes. There were probably like 15 different Christmas themes. Oh, yeah, the tagging. Oh, yeah. Beep, 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 scan, <laughs> scan, scan. And the conversation, this is that they walk in, the lady like looks, scans, and is like, I'll do that. And there's six pieces that go with that, but like she just wants that. So they're like mm. beep, beep, beep. And then they're <laughs> gone to the next room. And they are doing that over and over and over again, multiple floors and multiple business buildings. So I think that's always a really interesting thing because do I think that art is at the heart of it? Do I think it's a marketing angle? I think more and more companies are looking at that, but it's not going to be done there. And if it is done there, you see how it can be a hit or a total miss. And you'll have these celebrity people come in and give talks. And so there's a lot of excitement there. And I think Atlanta and one of the hard parts about Atlanta for me is realizing just how small you are and I think that always hits <laughs> in a very hard a hard way um, I think it's yeah it's a realistic way well it's um, also a lot is happening in a very concentrated amount of time yeah, with a lot true. of people like there really wasn't a lot of time to think <laughs> like, no, right. I mean, it sounds right. like we're like at some intense like marathon or something but really <laughs> it's like there's so much happening around you and so much to look at that like and then those those the people working there are probably working like all day and I don't know if they get breaks. Hopefully they can eat. <laughs> but so. it's like, you know, but it's, it's like, like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. for like a whole retail, week. I think it's like working retail, but on steroids. Like I think yeah. it's like, yeah, and I made the mistake of leaving when it was closing one day. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh, like just getting out of the building. It was just like, everyone's just <laughs> leaving right at once. <laughs> I know. And this year oh, I have to right. say, they did have <laughs> a newly added like traffic cop, like for people. <laughs> It was like, okay, the traffic's going, he's got his little whistle going, and it was just. To get lost is a whole other thing. Like when we we left when you were um, at your event, or not your event, the event in in the showroom. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up, this gentleman let us go in the freight elevator because he was was an employee and he was like, come on in. And it was really cool. We were like, Nicole didn't get to experience this, but he dropped us off. And Jennifer and I were like, I don't know how to get, like, we walked around. We're like, we we're going two, three. Oh no. It was so bad. <laughs> it is funny. And I do love, one of the things that's kind of an unexpected, like people market thing is like, I don't know what it is. Everyone's traveling, right? So everyone's a tourist. Everyone's kind of like outside of their their outside lives. And it kind of reminds me of being in Disney World where everyone's like, oh, you're here. And you're like, you're a stranger. Just random conversations with random people. And everyone is just so nice. And I don't know, half of them are drunk. They, they, there's a lot of food and alcohol going on for those buyers. Let's just put it that way. Like you could just drink your way around the world, basically. At 10 I, I had some cocktails every day. 
I did too. And then I felt really guilty when I got home. I like, oh. But you know what's really hysterical is like that's kind of the the they're doing business. There's a dance party on Wednesdays that I I am gonna put in my schedule. I'm not a dancer, but apparently this is how we do business. I gotta step yeah, it up. I don't know about that. <laughs> what is this dance party <laughs> it's on wednesday so they have a giant like opening party or something and i didn't go this year i didn't go last year is it like Sometimes at 9 a.m no it's at night it's at <laughs> okay. night it's what they post so okay. a lot of the showrooms will actually host and i've had a client in the past that actually used to have their own dance party so what? it brings everybody there so they're not selling they're just Ooh. But like, yeah, can you even imagine like dancing with an art director? Because it gives me high. I'd much rather have it just a drink. No. <laughs> I did it. I wasn't happy about it. I was so <laughs> impressed by like, okay, just talking about like stamina, just <laughs> like, so yeah, I was walking, like I was walking and like, man, and just looking at everything, like I'm tired after like two hours, but then Same. like I look and there's these fairly elderly women just like with their Raleigh back, like oh, with yeah. their Raleigh suitcases, like booking it. And I'm like, how are they doing this? But you I know they're like, going floor to floor. Pro. Like the, I think the big thing yeah. with the market is going in with a plan because truly it's kind of, there's a theory with thriving, right? There's like blindness, temporary blindness. Your brain literally blocks out certain things so that you can just focus. And I feel like that's Atlanta. Like people have, if you just walk up to say, I'm going to go to America's Mart with no plan, it is... Like, I mean, especially as a buyer, right? As a buyer, can you even imagine? Yeah. I mean, there are so many things. And I, I do know that they try to group it. Like one time I got lost and I ended up on the toy floor, which was mm. kind of strange. That that was an odd place, by the way. There's a whole floor of Christmas trees. There's a whole, but even for me, I go in with this market plan. Most of our clients or my clients are mostly in building two. So it really is like once you get to the building, you kind of go up and down. But then on every single floor, there are so many. And then we talk the rep rooms and then you got to find your thing in the rep room. So I think that like having some kind of plan, I don't care even how little it is that like targets to get to, because otherwise, yeah, I think you burn out really, really fast. I have to say those people go every year. They do. They know exactly where to go because I walked around with Liz one day. We just ran into her. Yeah. And she was like, we're going to this floor, yeah. to this room. And I mean, if it, Nicole, you and I, we would be like on the wrong floor, on the wrong side. Oh, she God. just like knew exactly where to go. And I was I like, this is incredible. Like lead me. I, I would so like I think that's what happens. Yeah. They, like they just do it. <laughs> They know exactly where the showroom is because they've been every year. And unless yeah. it moves, that's why they're playing. And we're just kind of like, okay. I know, and that, this is me it. after what, seven times going, five times. I don't even know. I've been there enough that I should not look like this, but I do. Yes, you so, should know. But this well, is, Liz, it's just crazy. She led me. So the very first time I went in, she led me in and she showed like the door to go into and like how to get in there. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> And, <laughs> and like, I, cause we couldn't get like, there's this one door that was like locked and you needed a, a key. And she just like did this little like intercom thing and it just opened up. And I said, well, I would have left. <laughs> like that would have been it yeah. for me. Still right. one. <laughs> Go to right. a different entrance. And actually I helped this man who was trying to get in and he was like on the phone. He was on speakerphone. He's like, I can't get in. And I'm like, oh, you just press this Did button. This <laughs> but yeah, it was so helpful to have her like, she, we went straight 
you know, to the first building and then like she pointed things out. And I think I probably looked a bit like a deer in headlights, but <laughs> I started to acclimate and, but it was really nice to have help from a pro. And then she had a list for us of people to go visit, which Absolutely. I was like clutching the whole time. <laughs> so like, and that's, that's the thing, you need that list. <laughs> and then that, the other yeah. thing that's kind of a nice Atlanta thing that we didn't talk too much about is one of the hotels which is connected by a bridge. So you almost don't even have to go outside is the Westin. But the Westin is this odd extension of Atlanta because people come from market, either clients or just artists. And then they'll be having business meetings like all over the lobby at the Westin. And then at night, you'll see a lot of gatherings will happen at the Westin. Actually, we ended up at the Westin, I want to say the time. Two or three times because I ran yeah. to meet you guys when you were going to head out to dinner. Then I had another meet, like the West is just like a, a prime meeting spot. So one of the things that has been happening- They're already sold out years, for next year, by the I know, way. I have a room. They sell out within like 20 minutes. I get up early. In fact, I had to be called because I didn't know what day it was, but that's just the fog that I was in before Atlanta. But yeah, I do have a room for next year. So we'll have to see. Um, big thing with Atlanta too, if anyone's listening that wants to go is just book your hotel early because they right. do book up, but there's things that are very- You know what though? They don't have, the Westin has it available for January, but a lot of the other hotels don't yet because it's oh, too I far out. Because I oh, looked because I'm like, oh, maybe I could make it work and go in the beginning of the week. Did you go on like, on peak? No. Okay, you got to go through but the anyway. site. Yeah, because oh. they, they open them up. They have Let's like see, 16 hotels and- What's it called? On, on peak? Oh, yeah, it's like through their website, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it opens at the day of market, and this happens for all the markets. But okay. the nice thing is that you can book now and cancel up until November. So anyone right. that's like thinking about going to market, it's always good to get a hotel, like just so you have it cemented. And then, you know, you see where you go from that. But like, yeah, the Westin's just, again, I'm a lost person generally. So I like to know when I've arrived, I've gotten there, and I was not at the Westin this year, and I flat out walked almost 20 minutes in the wrong direction to the point that I was like, I'm not sure I should be walking around here. <laughs> and then ironically, I helped a woman who was also lost. And she's like, do you know where market is? I'm trying to go to apparel. I'm like, oh yes, I think it's this way. And I'm like, blind, leading the blind. But you know, I think it is nice that there's just all these people. And I think most people are very helpful. I think that it's, it's, a, it's a nice trip. I think it's a whirlwind trip. It's a nice trip. But I know for me this year, I felt like I was kind of going in on fumes. I actually did a lot of artwork. And actually, Emily, you and I were chatting a little bit about this, but you were like, Atlanta's more about the relationships and like yes. kind of building up those relationships. Um, our agency does not do trade shows outside of America's Mart. So for me, it is actually showing a lot of new art. So this is a touch base for us for new art. And I this was a hard one for me because I don't, no one actually asks you for art, right? Licensing, you make as much art as you can. But for me, I use January and July as my wrapping up periods. So I kind of came into that show on fumes. Like we had been making frantically a lookbook on Monday and my agent was traveling Tuesday. And then I had Tuesday to basically put my life back together, pack. And then I was traveling Wednesday and you just go in and you're just like, I have not stopped a second. And now we're in this place where there's so much to absorb. And I think truthfully this year, I didn't really feel like I was ready for any of it. <laughs> like I came no, in I saturated <laughs> and I was like, 
I just don't know if I'm ready for new ideas quite yet, which <laughs> yeah, we'll have to say. But I do want to see overall impressions, Juliet, since this is your first show. I'd love to know what did you come away with and what would, would you go again? Yeah, overall impression is I would definitely go again. I think mostly just to see people that yeah. I work with. Because I think also like it is fun to like go through and see all the products and stuff. But I feel like if it was just that, like I could do that every couple years, yeah. like, I wouldn't need to go every year, but yeah. it is really nice to see people in person. And um, then, yeah, if I do have like a collection coming out or hopefully maybe one or two or more, then that would be really cool to also see in person. Cause I just had like one little product there this year. So it would be fun to see more. And that would be a reason I would go Absolutely. again next year. But yeah, but overall, very happy I went. Um, it was it was really a nice trip. It's nice. You, you definitely want to stay as close to the market as you can. Like I stayed at a hotel that was walkable. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's nice when you don't have to take a car or whatever to get to it just as a practical. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just kind of mentally prepare yourself uh, and to be overwhelmed. <laughs> To be exactly. And I'm like, you, yeah. you and I both talk. So you, I know you don't feel like it's even like an every year thing, even no. if you're doing this as a every other year, maybe. Are, but yeah, what was your overall impression this year? Actually, or this was the year I enjoyed the most of the three times I went. And I don't even think it has anything to do with like seeing my product. I just think yeah. I know more people in the industry now. And yeah. so it makes it, and I have more clients. It just makes you feel like we were talking about this yesterday. Like it makes you feel like you're more part of it. Yeah. Like, which I feel like Juliet, that's going to happen for you too. Where you're just like, oh, I have more product and like, I know more people. And it just gives you like that validation. I was saying to Nicole yesterday of like, I belong here kind of thing. Or mm -hmm. previously you're like, I'm going into this, just I'm new to licensing or I have very little product and it's overwhelming and almost terrifying where it yeah. starts to become more like, I don't know, just you feel like you fit in a little bit nicer. So it that's becomes what a little bit I more of a home of base. And I, sure. I agree too, because I think that this year for me was also really different. And I think it was different in the way that, um, I, I alluded to this a little bit on Instagram, but I, I never feel proud of myself at all. Cause you're just like, you're so in it. And you're just like, there's never enough work. And I did feel like this year I visibly felt like I was in, I mean, I, I don't know when all that happened but there was a lot of product out in a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. And I did get someone that was like, Oh, can you do a little walkthrough video? I was like, a walkthrough <laughs> of, of what, or do you have, which are you in a showroom? And I was like, well, I'm hoping I'm going to be in showrooms all up and down. And so this year was, was that, which was really incredible because I felt like even I had to like take notice and be like, you know what, this, this is what over a decade of working in one field has gotten. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, yeah, my, I actually did less connecting with like my peer group, which is actually kind of, I love that touch base. I love that. And I think as I've not done Surtex, which used to be a yearly event for me, this has become that for me is that kind of reconnection because it is people, it's clients, it's your industry peers, it's just friends. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's such a, it's such a rewarding trip and it's an energizing trip for those reasons, but I agree completely on that. I think I, the more that you're there, the more things start to feel cemented and familiar and 
you see growth. And that's yeah. a huge thing to be able to say, yeah, it's like, and it's slow. It's slow growth as we all know. It is, yeah. But, you know, there is that like tipping point where like, yeah, it, it goes from having a product to, or like to go from prospective clients to having a product, to having a display or like your table. I still like, I just, that was so cool. Like walk in and you're just like this whole section is yours. And, you know, and then when you get into the show, it's just, it's really, a, a it's, it's such a nice place to kind of track progress. And it sounds mm. weird to say that because it's so hard. How would you find progress in this massive place? But sure, I, I, I agree. I think that's kind of that, that consistency. And yeah, it doesn't have to be an every year thing. Um, but ironically, I'm almost wondering if for me, it might end up being a twice a year thing because again, that space and yeah, for July yeah. and January, I'm not ready for that now, but like, I do I'd like to go to the summer show sometime too. I feel like there'd be more everyday product there, which for me is like, I mean, we all know this is like Christmas show, really. It's a huge Christmas and show, yeah. like that's fine, but I would love to see more just everyday. It's more product. about releases, though. Re- the major releases sure. are done. So there are some things that looked new for January for me, but I know they came out in July because a lot right. of buyers Same. too are looking at their year. So sure. January and July, I've never been to July, but I do think I need is quieter. You can connect with people easier, but it's also not all the art directors are there in July. And so mm. it, there's a whole mix of things, but I think you way, could stay like, cause the first two times I went talking about like where you stay. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in a hotel this time and there was a bunch of people staying at my hotel, but you couldn't really walk. I mean, you could, but it would be a while, but yeah. it was one stop on the Marta, which, you know, it's fine in the daytime, maybe not at night. <laughs> but the last two times I went, I stayed at Airbnb. Um, and that was really cool because the first time I went, I stayed in this like historic home and I stayed in this really great neighborhood, Grant Park. Mm. And so I could walk around and like, it was really nice. And sure. I had to take an Uber there, but it was, you just planned that. Like once you took an Uber there, you took one there, you ate, you ate lunch around there and then you took one home or you took one to dinner at home. And then the second time I went, I stayed in a different neighborhood. So that was kind of cool because you could like explore a little bit more. So that was my one thing that I didn't do this year that bummed me out. Guys, thank you so much. I'm like one, love seeing you guys, whether it's in person or through this. So I think glad that we had that time to just connect. And that's what this year is hopefully going to be is having these chats and sharing out what our experience is. I'm so thrilled that you guys both had great shows. I think we all had a great show. I think it's nice after the pandemic, well, it was a breaker first time. We all really fully enjoyed that show. Um, but thank you so much. And I hope we can kind of do another one of these in the future. I'm so glad you were able to join for today's chat. If you have a friend that you think would also enjoy some industry chatter and conversations about surface design, art licensing, as well as hearing from other creative business owners, please share this with them. At the end of the day, creativity, it takes community. I'm Nicole Tamron, and I look forward to reconnecting with you soon.